Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Craig Richardville, Chief Digital and Information Officer at Intermountain Health. Craig, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Hi, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I always appreciate you having you on the podcast. It's been so fun to have conversations throughout the years. But for our listeners who are just joining us or have just started listening to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, can you tell a little bit more about yourself and your background and really what brought you to Intermountain? Yeah, sure. Well, um, initially, I uh, began my career in healthcare over in ProMedica Health. And I spent 11 years in ProMedica based out of Toledo, Ohio. And then I moved to North Carolina and was with Carolina's healthcare system, which became Atrium Health and now Advocate Health. And I was there for 21 years. I uh, came out West and uh, with SCL Health uh, about four years ago, spent three years with them. And now with the merger with Intermountain Health and SCL Health, I've uh, been there a little bit more than a year. Fantastic. Well, in thinking through, I, I can imagine it's been such a busy year, especially with that um, merger and connection with SCL Health and bringing that into the Intermountain umbrella. So how are things going? How has that integration been? And, you know, what do you really are you looking forward to in the future? Well, you know, there's a, there's a big difference between merging organizations and acquiring organizations. I know a lot of people talk about M&A work, but really the M and the A's are quite different. And uh, this is an M. This is a merger. So there's a lot going into making sure that we ensure that we develop or that we bring to life the best practices of each organization across the combined entity, the new Intermountain Health, and also look to the outside and where there's something on the third party perspective that we can bring in that would actually benefit uh, the new organizations and the different components that came together. We do that as well. So it's extremely uh, challenging. It's a lot of fun. Um, the contributions we made are uh, quite spectacular and a lot more, a lot more to come. Absolutely. That's great to hear. Well, you know, from your vantage point and perspective, what are the big opportunities, things you're focused on right now, as well as the headwinds that you have your eye on? Yeah. You know, the things that, um, that we like to make sure is, you know, part of the vision of Intermountain Health is to be the um, model of healthcare. And with that comes, you know, an opportunity and a challenge to uh, continue to be on the leading edge of certain things. Uh, for us right now, we're focusing a lot upon data, focusing upon interoperability, making sure that we can capture data coming in from a variety of, of different uh, sources, both inside of our healthcare system, which we have a lot of, as well as externally and bringing that in, uh, making that data. And then also the big focus on digital. How do we differentiate ourselves? How do we make ourselves easier to work with? Uh, that's a focus on uh, the caregiver side. So how do we make lives or bring back the joy of practicing medicine easier for our caregivers? We also focus on our patients and our members and our consumers. So all the things that are external facing to allow access into our systems and then the third category right now is really a, a lot about what I would call digital health, a lot more about the therapeutics. So some of the things regarding uh, the prevention, early detection, you know, diagnosis, treatment, bringing all that into the uh, digital realm as well. 
Got it. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it really seems like it's a place with a lot of innovation and a right to um, really make a difference in healthcare and healthcare delivery going forward. Are there any challenges or roadblocks that you foresee or that you're planning on and, and what does your response look like? Yeah, you know, we're not immune. You know, we're, we're going through a lot of the similar challenges uh, that the industry is and we hope we can uh, uh, shed some light to others and learn from others that are also kind of progressing through these times. Uh, the workforce, you know, is is a component. You know, how do we maintain ourselves with getting the best and the brightest people to be part of Intermountain Health? Uh, expense management, you know, another big focus. You know, our revenues in healthcare don't change much. So, when people see other impacts of inflation hitting uh, their industries, you know, the price of eggs, the price of gas, the price of other things, they they can raise their prices and to bring that onto the consumers. Ours does not change that much. So. We have a very constant uh, revenue stream, so we've got to make more with what we have uh, and manage our expenses appropriately. That's really helpful to know and, and definitely um, love to think through what that actually takes. And I'm sure a lot of discipline, but also, you know, really um, exciting to be able to improve healthcare in, in that way with digital technologies and whatnot. So, you know, when you look at growth and development, and as you were just talking about with the workforce, um, you know, resources are, are certainly scarce across the board. So what does it mean to you to add value to the organization? How do you think about that, especially during the time we're in right now? Yeah, you know, if you look at your uh, classic value equation, you know, it's cost plus quality plus the experience. We've always had a very high quality of services that we provide. So maintaining and continuing to hit on the uh, top decile across the country is a, a continued focus of us. Uh, we talked a little bit about the cost side of how we're looking to try to manage some of that with some of the newer technologies coming in. But really, I think the big difference for us, and that's both internal and external, is going to be the experience part of value. You know, how can we make sure that the experience that we're giving to our patients, to our members of our health plan, to consumers, people looking for service, as well as for the caregivers so that we can retain uh, the caregivers that are here and also recruit uh, when we have opportunities. So the experience to me is one of the places that we'll be spending a lot of time on. That's great to hear and definitely something that I know is so important to really make a difference and in, in attract patients and get them to a space where it's really easy, simple, and seamless to go through their healthcare journey. And to that point, where do you see some of the big opportunities um, and, and risks or investments that are worth making this year? And, and to your point earlier, you know, I know a lot of organizations are dealing with financial challenges, whether it's from inflation or um, other shortfalls that, you know, have been coming about for all industries this year. So uh, where do you really see places that is still important to focus and not lose sight of, um, even in a year of, of some cutbacks? You know, you've, uh, you mentioned a little bit that in, in your uh, recent response. So from our CEO, you know, he wants to focus on simplicity, you know, really taking out some of the complexity. Sometimes we have a tendency to over-engineer, overthink things, and bringing things really to be simple, you know, for those, again, patients and members or consumers, but also simpler for our caregivers and how they uh, provide uh, service uh, to those that, um, that are seeking our, our, our services. Uh, that's one piece. And I think the other one is the experience side. You know, we became clear from our board that caregiver and patient experience are two things that uh, we should be focusing on and, and uh, be weighted a little bit heavier than any of the other goals that we have. So we are looking to 
uh, expand and, and to increase uh, the experience, uh, that's going to come with a lot of uh, digital investments. A lot of the things that I would say, you know, whether you believe or don't believe in the hype curve and how people kind of work through that, you know, I think there's some realization of some actual opportunities uh, within the artificial intelligence space, within generative AI and conversational AI. And we are uh, certainly jumping in with both feet to make sure that we can uh, take the positive aspects of that work and bring it in for those that, you know, may need a little bit more caution um, to, to take those and move them in the sandbox and help develop what that looks like. And that will really, I think, expand our opportunities to provide excellent services 724 by allowing the machine to do a lot of that work for us. It's not displacing the workforce by any stretch of the imagination. We can't find, in some cases, you know, the right talent uh, within the industry. There's a shortage. So how do we how do we allow uh, the machine to do some of that work in what I would term to, to be creating a digital workforce? How do we either complement or supplement uh, those caregivers uh, on our side, but also how do we provide tools to our uh, patients and members to help them self-service? It's kind of similar, Laura, to what you do now and whether you want to purchase a product and in retail or whether you want to, you know, go ahead and pay a bill, you know, in the in the financial services industry. You just pull some things out of your pocket and you do it at three o'clock in the morning if you so desire. Uh, those tools have all been, they've gone through, those industries have gone through the digital transformation and have put a lot of those tasks back upon its customers who want to do it. But you got to have easy to use tools. They got to be uh, very precise, accurate. Um, and we want to be able to provide those to um, our patients, members and caregivers as well. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I, I love that kind of focus on that patient experience and really making sure people have what they need to make it easy and, and just really, like you said, get into a space where um, more and more, you know, things can really fall in line and have the data infrastructure and platforms and technology to um, bridge everything together. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I wanted to look into the future a little bit too. Where do you see yourself growing and developing as a chief information and digital officer? What does that role look like one or two years down the line? And, and how are your teams growing to meet the needs of their patients and the organization? Yeah, this is where, you know, in, in my opinion, you start to, you know, tap into your network. You try to uh, try to grab some of the good things that are happening across the country and be able to bring those in. There's no need to you know recreate the wheel uh, as an old example that people have used you know, take some of those good ideas inside the industry and outside the industry and bring those in and personalize them for uh, your environment and with that comes in my opinion a lot of partnerships you know working with some of the uh, larger companies and how to continue to advance their product into new areas and modules but also there's a very crowded space with a lot of new startups coming into this uh, digital health uh, type arena. So to be able to selectively go through and filter through and find the best partners for you, uh, they're very. Uh, there's a lot of talent out there. There's a lot of investments being made in some of these companies. So how can you bring that in and be able to accelerate, you know, the contributions that they'll be making uh, to your to your patients, your members, and your and your caregivers. So you know, partnerships is a big thing for me, as well as networking and uh, really sharing some of the good ideas and then learning from others. I love it. That that really is the bottom line is being able to partner and connect and learn from others. 
has there been anything recently that you've learned or something that's really interesting that's crossed your desk that you feel like would be uh, helpful to share with other chief information officers and digital leaders across the board? Yeah, you know, the, the thing that I would highlight in terms of uh, specificity would be just the continued uh, growth of uh, the Microsoft uh, ecosystem, including uh, not only their Azure environment, but really the nuance acquisition and how we've been able to take some of that ambient intelligence and bring that into the physician space. And now we're looking at bringing that into, you know, the nursing space and other allied health uh, members. So the continued part of taking some of the artificial intelligence is being put out there. And there was a friend of mine once told me, don't call it artificial intelligence, call it advanced intelligence. And so uh, I, I will start to lean more towards that way because it's not fake. It's a reality and bringing that in and continue to advance it. And again, you know, when you strive to be the model, once you start proving these things out and getting some good returns, how do we then allow other markets and other healthcare systems across the country to take advantage of some of the learnings that we have? I love it. Craig, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a fun conversation as always, and I'm really looking forward to having you live in person at our Becker's Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October. I know you're always a big part of the great conversations we have there around technologies and innovation and really how the digital space is changing for healthcare providers and patients. So I'm looking forward to seeing you then. Yeah, thank you, Laura, and uh, we will see you soon. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.